0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Cameramouly Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And with me uh, leading off is our uh, The Cameramouly Show college football expert, Hogthra. Hello. And I am Cameramouly. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be leading off with something uh, a little out of my comfort zone. That's why I brought my friend Hogthra on here. We're going to be leading off with some college Football, as uh, a lot of you may know, um, the college football, the playoff selection has been happening. And uh, Black Monday, or Black Sunday, if you will, has come and go. There's a lot of staff moving around as we get ready for the playoff. And
1: uh, Hog, I'd just like to ask, uh,
0: what's been going on?
1: All right, so we're going to get our start with LSU. This is probably where the most changes are going on. Um, LSU, to put it very mildly is in a very, very, very bad position. Um, In case everyone has not heard, they are currently mired in a sexual assault scandal that makes Baylor uh, look like a freaking pretty girl's school. So pretty much um, most of the coaching staff has been fired into the sun. Uh, Only three coaches are expected to remain. I believe Ensminger is one of them. Uh, The two names that are very infamous and the two worst ones by far, are uh, good old Scott Linhan, Cowboys legend, and Bo Pelini, a defensive mastermind. Now, Bo Bo Pelini's special. Um, Bo is so bad that out of 127 FBS teams, uh, this is the rankings for most uh, passing yards given up per play, LSU ranked 125 out of 127. He's that bad. Um, Luckily for LSU fans, they don't have to, you know, put a bullet in their brains watching a defense anymore because he has been fired um and scott linhan cowboys legend of course he has also been fired because the quarterbacks for lsu looked like complete bums um, so lsu fans are celebrating that is until six months until uh, when the whole allegation thing drops and they're probably the death penalty but we'll ignore that so lsu fans congratulations you have about a week of celebration before you go back to being depressed as per usual
0: <laughs> dude you gotta wonder how much uh joe burrow actually <laughs> carried them and like whether well, there's oh, a lot, yeah. i know there's uh there's got to be a lot of controversy about uh about a uh, coach o about what's going on there because is. yeah dude, like because like you said there's very similar to Baylor you know like the coaches I'm assuming are covering things up we're like where orgeron, or orgeron knew about what was going on but then he was like Y'all sleeping
1: under the rug. Go Tigers. <laughs> well, um, supposedly he was the athletic director. However, I'm assuming that if if, if all of this is true, of course, and yes, O probably did help. Um, but the uh, basically the case, well, the case is, say that uh, Orgeron kept players who were either proven to or were um, accused of uh, domestic and sexual violence. In the one case, uh, one of the players accused supposedly um, beat his girlfriend. By uh, punching her in the stomach, I believe. And out of all these players, Darius Geis. That you uh, know who he is. Uh, Darius Geis uh, is the uh, biggest this, name. This is a dude. And and what what did he do? We were so we were Darius about? Geis supposedly raped a woman at a party. And the reason why we know this was Geis specifically was because the woman who he raped, apparently Geis left his phone number in her phone after he finished raping her. Um. So that's. <laughs> That's just nice. Uh, as for the others, they're, they're really not well-known names. They don't really matter. Um, but Geis is the biggest by far, and obviously we know Geis has had a rather troubled history uh, yeah. uh, in regards to football. Um, there's also another reported, uh, reported case of a very different type, uh, different, different type though. Um, supposedly, two LSU campus police officers tried to sexually assault a player. Uh, they told this player that they thought that he had illegal weapons on him, and they stripped him down, and apparently they uh, they went for the old genitals. Um, they only backed off when he told them that he was an LSU player, and this was reported, I believe, three or four weeks ago. Um, along with this, a couple days ago, there was another article from USA Today that completely... Dumped a ton more information on the LSU scandal. Uh, and apparently, this goes back all the way to 2016 when Ed Orgeron wow. was fired. Um, so it's very likely that they might get the death penalty because they've already decided to ban themselves from bull contention for a year as well as reduce scholarships. Um, there is an inside source, although obviously I can't verify completely, but he's been right about everything so far. Uh, his name is Tiger Lawyer, and he's on Tiger Droppings, which is the LSU f- football forum. And he's said that LSU was doing all this because they expect to get hit very, very hard uh, by the NCA Banhammer.
0: We know that can be a very it's a very inconsistent, but at the same time, very powerful weapon. The NCA
1: Banhammer. Indeed. Um, next up, we have <laughs> We have a new Auburn head coach, Brian Harson, oh, who god. is oh, oh, a very no. controversial hire to say the oh, least. God. Oh god. Um, oh, Gus Malzahn. So, for background, <laughs> for background, Gus Malzahn was the former head coach of uh, Auburn University, and he was a meme coach to put it very simply. Yes. He was known for basically being the most inconsistent coach you can ever dream of. He could go 10 and 3 one year and 6 and 6 the next year um auburn finally decided to can him this year and they had to pay him 21 million dollars uh for his buyout so they had to pay a lot of money now if this was any reasonable school you'd expect them to have a guy on the wing right you pay that much to fire a guy you must have him you must have the guy like right on deck turns out this is not really the case um apparently the auburn booster squad the guys who you know kind of decide how the football program is run. They supposedly wanted someone who was part of the quote unquote Auburn family. And so you they mean, wanted you, you I, mean you mean the Georgia Bagman. Yes, the Georgia Bagman of course, as per usual. Yeah. <laughs> but uh the Auburn Boosters apparently wanted Kevin Steele as head coach. Now, I respect Kevin Steele greatly, even as a as a fan of a rival team. He's a great defensive coordinator, but the man want, but the man went one and twenty one in conference games at Baylor. I think we can understand why that's not a great head coaching pick. Um, yes, yes. So, people were about to riot because of that. And most people thought that uh, Hugh Freeze was going to go there. And Hugh Freeze is controversial for, for, for a few reasons. <laughs> um, namely for the fact that Hugh Freeze got caught paying players at Old Miss. Specifically Laquan Treadwell. And uh, Laramie Tunsil, to name two of them. I don't remember the third one. But the two of them got a bunch of money, and one of them turned out to be a bum. The other one is, of course, really good. But Hugh Freeze, on top of that, that didn't get him fired, surprisingly. They actually announced they were going to keep him. That was until they found out that he was having an affair by calling a uh, prostitute on a university phone. Oh, no. (laughs) And that's what broke the camel's back. He was fired after that. So uh, people thought that the SEC would let Freeze off the hook. He has an official ban, but people thought, uh, you know, He'll be back because the uh, because the SEC is way too focused on LSU at this time. Uh, apparently, no. Because Auburn decided to back up the fact that they are full of idiots. And they hired Brian Harsin. Um, a mediocre coach who, according to Boise State fans, according to all of them, who I've asked, apparently he is a mediocre coach who cannot develop quarterbacks and who cannot call plays. And he coasted off talent at Boise State. Um, he has no connections to the SEC at all. So... Most of the kids in the South don't even know who he is. So, to put it rather simply, Auburn paid Gus Malzahn twenty one million dollars to go away, only to hire Gus Malzahn for cheap. Another <laughs> Gus Malzahn. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like the Philadelphia Eagles hiring Doug Pederson because um, because yeah. like Eagles fans, they hated Andy Reid so much. And then yeah, yeah, hired, Kelly, yeah, And then Chip Kelly was so bad that they ended up hiring Andy Reid's direct
1: protege. Well, Auburn has a saying: if you can't can't win a championship, eight and five is good enough.
2: <laughs> it's a winning record.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but in the SEC where you're
0: Auburn and you have like a legacy, if you will, yes.
1: And it, supposedly it, it, the reason why it uh, Har- it's, got, it's a standard. Yeah. Yes, uh, Harson was apparently hired because, um, and this is this is pathetic, but it's true. Um, Auburn's first six guys on their list apparently said no, so they had to go to their bargain bin to get their coach. <laughs> um, one of those guys was Brent Venables. Um, he doesn't really care about a head coaching job his kids are at clemson currently very good defensive coordinator don't think he's leaving anytime soon he he gave the expected response i'm not going to that dumpster fire very smart of him so now auburn has the 40th ranked recruiting class in the country when routinely they get top 15 classes and they're now like the third biggest joke in the sec and this is really they're not they're not the only reason they're the biggest joke is because vanderbilt and lsu happen to exist currently
0: wait but what about tennessee
1: Oh yeah, it's Tennessee. <laughs> Next the balls, topic. The Tennessee, oh, okay. Tennessee, of course, <laughs> continues their march towards eternal mediocrity. Uh, they are now deciding to emulate the Buffalo Bills. Only they don't actually have a you know they don't actually have any future. They don't have any Josh Allen to come rescue them. So they are nine and seven type of, type of squad if you're going to them to the NFL. They have also been charged with recruiting violations, um, specifically a tight end who said that a couple coaches illegally approached him. I think we know what that means. He was offering some some nice cash. Um, And this was reported. Uh, Strangely enough, Jeremy Pruitt, the head coach, has not commented on this yet. They have not asked him anything, and he has not said anything. And with Pruitt's job, to put it very simply, um, very uncertain, His top 15 recruiting class back in May has completely collapsed. His best linebacker, he committed a couple weeks ago, along with his second best player. And they are now in like the 30s, which is horrible for Tennessee. So now Tennessee uh, is their usual self, and they'll probably have to fire Jeremy Pruitt again, pay another buyout. They're still paying Butch Jones uh, a bunch of money every year, and they're going to have to pay out another buyout. And the worst part is they extended him last year. Before the season even began. So they're going to have to pay him like $10 million.
0: <laughs> And all on top of this, they're run by the Haslam's.
1: Yes. Yes, the Haslam, the Haslam brothers, just as incompetent as they are in Cleveland, unfortunately happen to run the Tennessee Volunteers. Am- and knowing them, they go.
2: Oh, uh, I was saying, how do we get a job where we screw up royally and then we get paid to go away? I guess we could become uh, college football head fo- football coaches.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's in the...
0: Okay, fair enough. The NCAA is very, very corrupt. <laughs> yeah. <And> the funny <laughs> thing is, the best that is and we're just scratch it. Wait, and didn't and didn't Tennessee wasn't uh, when Greg Schiano was on the market? He and then he ended up choosing records, Didn't Tennessee opt to go with Pruitt over Schiano?
1: Well, here's the, here's the deal. Butch Jones had to be fired. Now, the Haslams originally wanted to go with Schiano, right? Fair enough. Well, here's the problem. When that when that was announced, the entire fan base decided to revolt, and they vandalized a bunch of things on the university, including the rock, where they spray-painted, Welcome to the Tennessee Browns. <laughs> so, and this was in response to the fact that Schiano supposedly was in on the old Joe Paterno-Jerry Sandusky scheme, which... He was kind of in there that area at the time, but there was never any proof that he did anything. So because of this, the Haslams decided to panic. And first off, they hired uh, good old Philip Fulmer, who really the best comparison I can, I can give to him in the NFL is um, David Gettleman. Only you can't fire him because he's a program legend. <laughs> oh, no. Oh God! A Gellman um, that can't be fired—that's yes. Yeah, he's basically like John Elway. Only imagine he's like seventy percent more incompetent. Although John Cam-
0: Elway, uh, put some respect on John Elway's GM. First of all, he of course, like we—he's built a Super Bowl team. That—that's, I mean, that's a True. lot more than a lot of so-so-called incompetent GMs. So well, I mean, I guess. The only incompetent GM that I can say that has won championships is Jerry Reese yes. because he somehow I have, ended
1: up winning two Super Bowls. Mm, yeah. I have a theory when it comes to Falmer that the reason why he's doing so badly isn't because he's like senile or dumb because he was a great head coach. I'm very convinced that he's doing all this on purpose to screw over Tennessee for firing him back in 2006. Because <laughs> there's no way someone who knows football this much should be this bad at running a university program. So now Tennessee is stuck in hell because until Falmer is gone, nothing will change until Pruitt is gone. Nothing will change. And the Haslam's are always waiting in the back of the room, ready to strike and bring on another incompetent moron to run the program and uh, further into the ground. <laughs> um, specifically my personal theory. Don't, don't, you know, take this with great assault. Of course, my personal theory though, is that when Pruitt, you know, dives fully down to the dumpster, uh, Philip Palmer will, of course, take the blame because you know they need a they need a face of the uh, face of the team so they could take blame when the Haslam's run the program into the ground further. So they're going to take Palmer with them, fire him, uh, fire him, and they're going to hire good old Peyton Manning to fill his place in as athletic director because they need to do face of the they need a new face of the franchise, so to speak. Um, next, this this is this is going to be the best part. Uh, the Arizona head coaching oh, situation. Uh, well, we talked about that. <laughs> this. Is yes, this is the one where I'm I'm actually kind of mad, even though I'm not an Arizona fan. Um, so the Arizona Wildcats, to put it simply, are a complete dumpster fire. They lost seventy to seven. Yes, you heard that correctly, seventy to seven to their main rivals, the Arizona State Sun Devils. Now, that's bad enough. But it gets worse, because they're getting completely out-recruited and out-hustled by a a guy whose nickname is Herm um, on the recruiting trail. But wait, it still gets worse, because their athletic director um, is an incompetent nepotist who apparently likes to hire his friends instead of actually qualified head coaches. Mr. Brett Brennan, who is the head coach at the San Jose State Spartans, is a very good head coach. I mean, for God's sakes, he managed to make San Jose State a top 25 team. They're better than the Sharks currently. <laughs> um, and he was expected to do the job, right? Cut and dry, really good coach for a garbage program currently. That did not happen because apparently the athletic director uh, thought to bring on a man named Jed Fish, <laughs> who is the Patriots quarterbacks coach because, because, the Patriots, because the Patriots quarterbacks were so good this year. Um, and no, it, it gets worse because they didn't hire him because of his credentials. No, 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 no. They hired him because he's a friend of the athletic director. That's the only reason. <laughs> so the fellow of Arizona, you fired a guy who got carried by Johnny Manziel and Kevin Sumlin. You get blown out 70 to seven by your biggest rival on national television. You get destroyed on the recruiting trail by said rival. And now you hire a Mickey mouse coach who has no idea how to actually coach.
2: Mickey mouse
1: coach. Oh, man. As you can see, um, people in Phoenix are just happy that the Cardinals are not total garbage this year, because if they were, I would feel very bad for them. Um, Uh, Arizona fans have reacted about as well as you'd think. Not well at all. Um, a, bu- a bunch of the alumni apparently came out and said that the uh, athletic director basically told them to fuck off. <laughs> to put it <laughs> simply, <laughs> When they complained about this, because they did not want him. Because he was not, you know, he wasn't really familiar to them, and uh, he didn't have the credentials. This is also a guy who has had 11 jobs since 2012, I think, by the way. So he doesn't stick around for long. So you have an unloyal guy who sucks at his job at quarterback's coach because... Cam Newton looked elite this year, in case you guys didn't see, apparently. Um, and uh, that's pretty good. I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give Jed Fish credit. He sucked at his job in New England, and he gets a with a head coaching job in Arizona. I mean, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, I'm Dude, sorry. That's, that's got to be great. You get promoted. Yeah, you get promoted. From, you get promoted for sucking at your job.
1: Like, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, that's we, the American
2: dream. We, we got to get into this college this college game, man. Yeah, fail upwards. is too good
1: right now. just too good right now. <laughs> good right now. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, uh, dude, the
0: NCAA in my opinion is the third most corrupt uh sports organization right, in the next world, next to next to the Olympics okay. and FIFA.
2: Agreed. Okay. yes
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, Jed Jedfish
0: because so i don't know you how like, you, you can probably trust have a bunch of it. i like i don't know how you can trust an organization that puts the biggest annual supporting event in qatar yeah <laughs> the, a very very well-run uncorrupt country and then the four years before in russia where they've tried to establish democracy three times and failed
1: <laughs> that's normal don't worry yeah all good it's all good. anyway On to our next topic. We have Don Brown, the Ohio State favorite himself. Um, He is Michigan's defensive coordinator. And originally, he was pretty good. A lot of people liked him. His defense worked. That was until, of course, teams actually started using their brain for once. And Big Ten teams figured out something very interesting. Hey, if we throw slants, their defense completely dies. So this led to... What you probably think it would lead to. Um, The slants, and eventually Don Brown tried to adjust. It didn't work because eventually he decided to blitz 12 people on second and long and third and short. That worked about as well as you think. It didn't work at all. Um, And he's very aggressive, and people like that about him, but they don't have the talent this year, and it showed. They gave up a bunch of points to Ohio State. They gave up 70 points, I believe, two years ago to Ohio oh, State with this God. defensive mastermind at the helm. Well, well, I
0: mean, you said that that John Brown was at Ohio State before.
1: No, no, no. That's not what I was saying. You, oh. Well, okay. I, was saying, I was saying that he's an Ohio State legend because of how bad he is at his job at Michigan.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I thought you were saying like Ohio State, like former... Like former Ohio State alumni going to Michigan, you think that would that would be like kind of a sting agent,
1: hey, going there like a spy, they you will know, kind of oh, do of that course. stuff. But uh, unfortunately for Don, uh, fortunately for Ohio State, sorry, not Don Brown. Unfortunately for Ohio State, their favorite, their favorite, uh, their favorite bully, their favorite guy to bully, is now gone. It's tragic, but I'm sure Michigan will hire someone else just as idiotic and old fashioned as Don Brown is. Because Jim Harbaugh is a senile old man who has lost all ability to coach, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> and uh yeah, um, just just for reference, uh defense uh averaged thirty four and a half uh, points per game. That's just which you know is, is rather high. Uh, ranked number fifty six in de- defensive yards per play. So that I mean that's
1: yeah yeah the elite. for
0: reference head. here, Ming is a Michigan fan. Well, I went. to... Yeah, elite. Uh, yeah, class of
2: ninety seven. My friends <laughs> went to. Michigan. Nice.
1: I'm yeah. sure you're happy about the news, aren't you?
2: I mean, I listen. They got to do so they, any anything they do at this point is an improvement. So yeah.
1: Can Jim Harbaugh actually remember how to coach offense? That is a big question. Yeah, that, Jim Harbaugh. That doesn't
2: matter when you let the Rutgers QB throw for 381 yards and three touchdowns this year. Indeed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that should tell you everything.
1: Very oh, true. Man. Very true indeed. So, now Ohio State fans are sad. <laughs> It'll be even more sad because Clemson's is going to beat them by 50. <laughs> But it is what it is. Could be worse, I suppose. So now the question, of course, for Michigan is what to do next. Now, it's pretty obvious that they're bringing back Jim Harbaugh, because if they weren't, they would have fired him before Don Brown. So, um, Jim Harbaugh is going to do what, a, a, you know, the, the college football classic as I call it. He's going to do a Hail Mary, fire all of his assistants, and try and bail himself out with new guys. This has is, this is worked only once in the modern era, and that was with Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Um, so I suppose that Michigan's hopes that, you know, something like Notre Dame will happen where they go to the playoff a couple of times and get the crap beat out of them by Clemson or Alabama, but it's a fair shot, I'd say, but we will see what happens. <laughs> all right.
2: At least, uh, at least you didn't lose to Ohio state this year.
1: True. That's a very well, fair yeah, point at
0: all. Yeah. You can hang your head, head on that.
2: <laughs> I'm not hanging anything on that for, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So our our next topic is um, the Florida sanctions and Dan Mullen at large because, Jesus, Dan Mullen managed to completely torpedo his reputation in less than a season. <laughs> um, we started off the year pretty decently, actually. No, no big problems. And then the Missouri Florida game came, um, and that game was fine for the most part. Just you know, one good team beating up on a meh team until the end of the game, because somehow. Uh, the players on the opposite sides got gotten into a gigantic fight at midfield. Now, a good coach would go out to his guys and say, all right, look, just ignore what they say. We're better than them. We won. Who cares what they say to your face, right? Walk off the field. Pretty good, right? That, that's what, I, think, I hope we can both agree that that's what, that's what he should have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yes. Dan Mullen did not do that. Oh, no. Because instead, he decided that it would be a good idea to go onto the field and try and fight the opposing Missouri players himself. Oh my god. Um, he said that he did this because his quarterback was punched by, I believe, another team's offensive tackle. And he decided to intervene and tried to go onto the field and uh, try and be able beat up a defensive end. So, that's a great decision on his part. <laughs> But it gets worse. Um, Dan Mullen also had a lot of controversy for deciding to say outright that in the middle of a COVID pandemic, no less, his exact words were to fill the swamp up. He wanted to have full capacity in the middle of the pandemic. He got clowned on this comment as he should have gotten clowned on it. And he was then forced to apologize. And he also got fined for this comment as well. wait it gets worse um of course his reputation is already pretty bad right people people compare him to you know every other douchebag coach very unlikable now we fast forward to the lsu game and oh boy oh no this is this is where the fun begins oh man so (laughs)
0: lsu is
1: horrible worst lsu team in 20 years easy win right well no because uh, Florida defensive coordinator, Todd Grantham, in case you haven't been introduced oh, to him. Oh. Um, Todd Grantham <laughs> has got the name third and Grantham. And he gets this nickname because he gives up third and tens all the time. And he does two things in very two specific ways. Both of them are art forms. Okay, They're both equally trash, you know, in, a, in an artistic way. So play one, he decides to blitz 12 people on third and ten. The pass goes for 40 yards and a touchdown. Usually, completely normal. The second concept he uses is prevent defense, and these are the only two types of uh, formations he uses. He doesn't do anything else, especially on third and long. It's either always blitz 12 guys or prevent. No in between. You know, no, no shifts or anything like that. Nah, just either send all of them or send none of them. It'll work every time. <laughs> now uh, to put on Dod- uh, Todd Grantham's. Defensive mastermind and his genius at work. I think I think his best work was during this Florida game. Not only did he give up thirty, uh, I believe forty-seven points to the worst LSU team in twenty years. An LSU team whose quarterbacks coach was Scott Linhan. The aforementioned um, one of his Cowboys quarterbacks. Legend. Yes, yes, uh, Cowboys legend Scott Linhan. <laughs> um, one of his players named Marco Wilson after getting a stop on uh, third and long for once in Todd Grantham's career, he actually got a stop on third and 10. Um, His player decided, you know what? What if I throw a shoe 20 yards down the field? (laughs) Now, eh, no harm, no foul, right? Well, no, because he got penalized for unsportsmanlike conduct. And once again, this can't be that bad. It's, you know, near midfield, you know, they're going to have to get a long touchdown, right? Well, no, because this, uh, this, the following happens. So LSU is at the, I believe 48 or 49 yard line, their own. They do a running play for about four or five yards. um, And they have to do a field goal. And the kicker's name is Cade York, right? Now it's important to understand that this game, the, the weather was horrible. There was a bunch of fog that you couldn't even see what was going on like two feet in front of you not even to mention that because of this fog there was a gigantic uh stadium light that was pretty much you know glaring through the through the mist and Cade york had to hit a field goal from 57 yards with this fog and the light shining in front of his eyes 50 yard a 57 yard attempt he nails it down the middle (laughs) with the light in his eyes and the fog in his eyes he nails it right down the middle (laughs) <laughs> right down that, the that might
0: that might be the most impressive kick i've ever seen in a football game like that it is because if you think about it like oh. unless oh, someone has kicked that long of a field goal in the in a snowstorm at soldier field i you'd be hard
1: pressed to find a field goal as tough to hit as that it gets better, though. No, it gets better because Florida decides to, you know, Florida actually has to score a touchdown to win in a field goal to tie. Right. So either way, go to overtime or lose. So, you know, this is a big game because if you lose, you're pretty much out of the playoff. So Florida drives down the field, they get to midfield. Now, they actually have a lot better field position than LSU did, and they have about three seconds left. So they have to set up for a 51 yard field goal. Now, this one's actually quite a bit easier than the other one. It's less yards away and there's no light, but the fog is still there. Pick is up and it misses wide right. Florida <laughs> loses to the worst LSU team in 20 years. Now, after this loss, of course, Dan Mullen was asked about his player's behavior, and Mullen said that really Marco Wilson didn't do anything wrong. Oh, he was just God. happy. And um, when they asked him about Todd Grantham's defensive genius for giving up 37 points, Kyle kind of Hand's offense, he said, "I think he did a pretty good job." <laughs> oh, so, uh, Florida fans are to be to be to put it mildly very 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 mad. Um, so that's kind of the backstory to, to uh, Dan Mullins' rise to infamy. But now, according to the latest news, he's also been indicted for recruiting violations because supposedly. He did the same thing as uh, Tennessee did. He approached players with, with the green. And he offered to pay them. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you, you, you so, got to love college football. Oh, I do. The SEC is a dumpster fire this year. Complete dumpster fire. I mean, Auburn Auburn, and LSU are about to burn to the friggin' ground. Florida's a meme as per usual. Um, everything else is going alright, but Tennessee, oh, yeah, Tennessee is Tennessee is run by the Haslam's. Vanderbilt uh, is Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt.
0: Vanderbilt, yeah. <laughs> and uh the only the only competent uh program standing is Alabama. As Yes, Alabama and Georgia. As per usual, Alabama and Georgia are the only only good uh the only good offerings there in the SEC. Um, anyways, man. Uh yeah, thanks for, for coming on the show, man. It was uh it's a pleasure to have you on. It's always fun
1: to bring guests on the show. So
2: I uh the playoff uh do you do predictions?
1: Uh I think unfortunately the predictions are pretty simple. Alabama's gonna beat Notre Dame by like twenty one. Okay. And Clemson will beat OSU by fourteen. And Alabama will I think win.
0: It's going to be the end of a, a trilogy between Alabama and Clemson. Yep.
2: And uh, if you could describe this year's season in one word, or take several words, uh, what words would you pick for that?
1: Um, <laughs> I would say clown show is the best okay. word I can
2: use. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's pretty much it. Well, they gave they gave it a go.
1: <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah, the, it could be and, Rob
0: Manfred. And that's not and that's not even getting into the Big Ten absolutely
1: contorting just the, improv- their own rules that they set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just Come to on. make sure
1: that Ohio State Come on. made it into the playoffs. Come on. You, yep, you know, they broke their own rules for how many games required to yeah. get to the championship game. Right. Just for Ohio State to look like trash against mediocre Northwestern.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyways, Hog. Um, Thanks, man. It's always always great to have guests on
1: the show.
2: Yeah, where can we find you online?
1: Um, I'm actually on another server with Frank. I can give you the link to it if you want.
2: Okay, are you on uh, like social media? Or-
1: um, unfortunately, no.
2: Oh, okay, no sweat. All right, cool. we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll find you under uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll find you somehow. Well, if not, then we just got right. an kind of exclusive here on the Cameron Willie Show. So. Uh,
1: I'm down with that, but. As I said, um, I can give you the link to the server wait, that I'm. Wait, you can actually. That I'm um, people listening, you can actually find them on
0: the Show Discord oh, server. Fan, so right, yes, fantastic! Yes, I will stay here. I love it. So, if you want to have uh, conversations about college football or just football, football, um, Hog, he's. <laughs> He's certainly a character. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and he's uh, he's dug up the dirt on every college football team uh, in existence, and we appreciate that. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right, see you, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks, man.
0: That was, of course, the one and only Camera Willie Show, college football expert, Rush. So, anyways, we head on to uh, uh, same sport but uh, different. Differently, you got professional. Uh, the New York Giants.
2: Barely professional, I yes.
0: <laughs> they laid a... a, a they, sh-
2: they, they didn't lay a goose
0: egg. They <laughs> scored. They laid a total stanker. <laughs> just a, I well, was, I wouldn't say a blowout. It was just a boring game. Like They couldn't
2: get anything but going. But
0: they're, got they're in the red nothing, zone a
2: million times. Like they, they couldn't capitalize. Like, there's
0: nothing that I can really talk about in this game. Like, ah, Colt McCoy started. He wasn't terrible. Freddie Kitchens, the play calling, one about how you'd expect. Yeah, but they—they—they they, they tried this really stupid, really, really stupid, fake punt field goal like at the <laughs> five or wherever the hell Why? it was.
2: I guess they're just trying to get something going. No,
0: it was on like the the opening drive. <laughs> <laughs> where, where they tried this like a normal fake field goal sure. that that can actually fake someone out most of the time that stuff even works right when you really when you really fake them out but but like
2: first play you're on the the eight yard line five yard line eight yard line like you're so, you're in the red zone you're you're gonna pull I,
0: I, how do you explain this I, I I can't really I mean resorting to trickery well well I mean the defense had more holes in it because. Uh, no, James Bradbury was out. Who would have thought? Right. Who would have thought that <sighs> key piece, man? Who would have thought that losing a top three corner in football would impact <laughs> your defense in a somewhat severe way?
2: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, as is the case this year, this uh, this crazy virus, man.
0: Yeah, he was put on the COVID list. He, he didn't test positive. He was in contact with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, who, it's just a bunch of bunch of crazy. It's stuff. a show,
2: man. It's a show. Could have used him this week.
0: I, know, Rod, I mean, Rod, would, yeah, definitely. I saw a lot of Jarvis Landry. A lot. A lot of, and thank God Odell Beckham wasn't playing on that <laughs> night. Because I knew he would have lit us up. And I, I will say, um, Gigi to Baker Mayfield. My, yeah, you're good. My, my former roasting dummy. Right, well, well a mean, guy who I picked on every week ended up torching the Giants. Like, I think twenty-seven he, of thirty-two. He, I think
2: he did it to rub it in your face. He yeah, did it.
0: Yes, He's yes. a,
2: a we, he's a well-known uh, listener of the Cameron Woolley show. Uh, you may you may have cost the Giants this win with your inflammatory statements. He may have wanted revenge on you. Stepped yes, it up. He ate yes. his Mingies last uh, week.
0: Yeah, He really ate these. He ate his. He ate his Mingies this he week. He a lot and, of uh, Mingies.
2: Put up 27 for 32, 297 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a solid game right there.
0: That's Yeah, just... That is, I mean, those, those are, golf, Golf clap. I mean, Baker. yeah.
2: I mean, the those, those are numbers that you could only dream Daniel Jones would put up.
0: Oh, it. my <laughs> God. That, that, that's what I want to talk about. I've been hearing a lot of ooblah and... Excuses? Hubbalaboo about...
2: Hubbalaboo, okay.
0: I don't know, whatever generic old old-timey uh, <laughs> old-timey uh okay way to go whatever old-timey word for bullshit way, way to kick it
2: old school
0: whatever old-timey word yes. for bullshit By yeah cutting I think through all that what do you what do you have to say well one thing that I'm like I've been like with I'm um, first of all I'd like to congratulate uh, Dame Bradbury and somehow have Ingram on becoming pro bowlers <laughs> somehow <laughs> <laughs>
2: somehow <What? laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to interrupt, but you brought it up. I was like, when you see that come up on probably Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, I saw
0: it come up on Instagram. I'm like...
2: like you know, they have the, the the photos of them, you know, being awesome. And they're like, congratulations. They, I think it said congratulations, right? Yeah, like,
0: congratulations. James Trapper and Evan Engram. I'm like... What? I'm like... You serious, Clark?
2: <laughs> these are the best two that they could.
0: Like these are the best two that, that, that,
2: they that, could, that to represent the New York Giants. The, the New York Giants when when, when, when there contingent. were there were
0: at least three guys on this defense that deserved a spot more than Evan sure. Hell, um, Blake Martinez he's been fantastic. Um, Logan Ryan, where the hell is he? Right. And and, and especially massive robbery, um. Of a Pro Bowl spot from former Janssaw Bob, Secret Sashcast Leonard. Wildens. Seriously,
2: MVP of this defense, in my opinion.
0: But uh, Bradbury.
2: Brad, okay, but besides so, Bradbury
0: Bradbury's probably going to make at least the second team All Pro, right? Or at least, in but, my opinion, he should. Yeah,
2: I mean, well, I mean, you know, I have a soft spot for Larry Williams because he agreed to take a photo with me, but <laughs> you know, so I might be biased. But no, the guy's been beyond solid this year. A bright spot, if you will. And you know,
0: on a, on a solid Giants defense, yes, but I'd like to talk about back to my original plan. I'd just like to, I just wanted to put that whole Pro Bowl spot in okay,
2: there, okay? Yeah, yeah, continue. Um,
0: <laughs> there's been a lot, a lot of talk about uh, about Daniel Jones, yes. Joe Judge iterated that he's gonna be the guy still in, in 2021. And Personally, I don't know how to take that. There's a lot of coaches and GMs. Some m- sometimes or most of the time, they might just all be smoke and mirrors. Um, if anybody's not aware, Zach Wilson at BYU is completely bawling out this year, and I'm a big fan of Zach Wilson. I personally think that the Giants should take Zach Wilson Right. because I don't want the Giants to end up in a Mitch Trubisky, Sam Darnold kind of situation where <laughs> where where, where <laughs> where where uh, it's management looking... has so much blind faith in a quarterback who has some upside but never breaks through, right? Like, you know what I mean? They just keep hitting that ceiling,
2: right? How and much of a leash do you give this guy?
0: They're they're giving him a leash that's way too long, right? I mean, Gellman could be fired. The next guy that comes in could take Zach Wilson, which I'd be thrilled. How
2: likely is that? To happen?
0: It's not likely, yeah. dude. Five wins is probably enough for Gallman to stay around, and this defense has been performing well. Yeah, which is gonna end up biting. Well, us. I mean,
2: didn't you say last week that you like to see improvement, and <laughs> it's improved from last year? Well, well a lot. Did you say of progress? Things. Right, you like to see progress. That's technically. I, well, I, mean,
0: I I have seen progress from the defense, but sure, but um. Still
2: got a score to but win. my run.
0: my my whole gripe with this comes with the fan base. Okay, and you know me, I am not afraid to take shots at my own team's fan bases. It's it's kind of a big part of my character, in my opinion. That's what sets me apart from a lot of other I podcast agree. hosts on on the mm, internet. I, I bite the hand that feeds, sure, if you will. Sure, most of the time, and I'm not afraid of it. Yeah, i I'll I'll, I'll I'll tank viewership for it. Sure. I, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I just need to say it like it is. That's
2: called integrity, my friend.
0: Like Daniel Jones, I've been seeing a lot of this from the fan base and I'm seeing all over Instagram and just of so ridiculous. They're saying, oh, he just needs a proper system. He needs a proper <laughs> offensive coordinator. He needs a proper offensive line. He needs a proper running game. He needs proper receivers. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here just like very puzzled. First of all, I'm I'm confused and I'm annoyed. But mostly I'm confused. I'm puzzled. Because this this same exact fan base was talking about like in twenty sixteen about how Eli Manning was was like the Antichrist. They were talking about him like, like he was the devil. They were talking about him like he was the worst quarterback to ever touch a football. Right. And and, and people are just talking. And, and I even saw this one comment. It's like, oh, if Jones had the luxury that Eli had early in his career, oh, man. It's like, okay, first of all, Eli Manning won that Super Bowl on his own. He won both of those Super Bowls. Daniel right. Jones has not won those Super Bowls. No. And and if I'm being frankly honest, I'm just wondering where the hell was this energy about Jones when with Eli in his final years? Right, there, there wasn't be, there <laughs> because they, every single like after every week, it was like they wanted him publicly hung. Right, like okay. they hated him. Like I I've never seen worse treatment like outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Like outside, the right. worst the worst treatment outside of Philadelphia I've seen. <laughs> from a fan base toward one of their one of their uh teams yeah they teams players right it's like eli manning was treated like total dog shit and and it was the same kind of problem and i'm just saying it's it's real rich i just like to say coming from the same exact fan i wanted to Eli like shot after every week in 2016 Trent fans are fickle
2: so, they're impatient they expect results.
0: No, they're being super patient right now.
1: Well, saying, "Oh, Danny's the guy." Dan. So, so I, many
0: idiots. They're saying, uh, "Oh uh, no, we can just draft Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. that will fix everything."
2: How much longer do you give him then? I, 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 been,
0: it's I, uh, he might. Uh, it's even, even okay, gonna play. Okay, the, my point is he even was, gonna play the, the My point was here. Right with Jones. Okay, we're here. Okay, as, as right here, I mean we have already crossed that line. Sure. If Eli Manning... okay, I just like to you don't need to pull him up, but I'm going to pull up Daniel Jones's numbers. Okay. From this year.
2: They're not good.
0: <laughs> yes, they're they're not good. It's the light, light way to put Is it. Is there any point in, putting, wait, in letting wait, him play wait, anymore wait. this year? Okay, so Daniel Jones 62.6% completion percentage and not bad. 2,462 yards, 8 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. 10 fumbles. Yes.
2: You got to mention that. And,
0: and and five fumbles lost. If Eli Manning put up these numbers in 2016, this fan base would be wheeling up a guillotine to his driveway. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah. They would have broken. his okay. house down.
0: Oh, my God, dude. I'm saying, look at these numbers. Oh, my God. Dude. I'm, like, I'm just wondering, like, with Jones, say what you want. But Eli Manning, you can drag him out of retirement right now. He brings his team to the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, that, I, in that, this division for, this year. Yes. yes, absolutely. In this division 1, this year.
0: Absolutely. Daniel Jones has lost this team more games than he has won. He he hasn't won the Giants a single game this year. There wasn't any game. Right, Where can, like, like, you could pinpoint. You could pinpoint. oh yeah, because of Daniel like, Jones. Oh, yeah. Daniel Jones did this thing, and we won the game because of it. Right. No, I agree. So, but there were, I can name at least two games out of like a drunken stupor about where Daniel Jones makes a costly mistake or he just played like ass the entire game. <laughs> and I can pin what's like, oh yeah, Daniel Jones is on the bench that game the Giants win. Right. There were so many times where, where Eli, even in his later years, won the Giants a few games. Hell, even in even in 2018, he he won the Giants a couple games. Yep. 2017, well, there's not a lot of games to pick from. But, I mean, Eli, he still had a positive touchdown and interception ratio, which is more than I can say for Jones right now. Eli Manning in only, I think he's only had two years in his career where he's had more interceptions than touchdowns. Right. Those being his rookie year, 2004 and 2013. Yeah. Where he had a Kevin Kill drive as his offensive coordinator. And I'm talking about like senile Kevin Gilbride, not, <laughs> not like said, not with no, the
2: Kevin Gilbride.
0: No, not not um not good Kevin Gilbride. I'm talking okay. bad Kevin right. Gilbride, who I've apologized to multiple times right. on the show. By the way, Kevin Gilbride. Well, so um, what's to be done? Wait, um, with okay. Jones, so I'll, I'm not, I'm not done yet with. Keep going. Like I feel like so much of this. It's It screams hypocrisy. Screams it. Like, you can't be... Like, you can't... You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be Vince Lombardi, some insane football mind to notice that that there's something wrong with this picture. You know what I mean?
2: I think everybody sees it, yes like oh, you but, would think everybody would like say, dude, they no. want
0: like I'm, I I I do not stress this enough they wanted Eli Manning dead after like in twenty sixteen seventeen in twenty eighteen Eli still threw for four thousand yards and twenty one touchdowns yep. that's more that I can say for Jones um in hell in twenty nineteen he had a positive touchdown interception ratio just barely but that's more that I can say for Jones right. In four games, he had six or or in yeah, in four games he had six touchdown passes. That's more than I can say for Jones this year, or it's a it's a way thinner, right? Uh, rationing, yeah. if you will. It's it's just if if this energy was there when Eli was in his final few years, then I feel like stuff would have gone somewhere. Because I'm assuming fan fan opinion at least has some kind of influence in the front office. If an organization Sometimes. has supposedly stood up and well-run like the Giants at the time. At the time, of course, because Gelman completely kind of butchered that. But... But, um... Yeah, you think if the energy was there to get behind Eli, rally behind him, and, and build an offensive line for uh, him instead of just...
2: And it was not.
0: Like, instead of the fan base just saying to, oh, draft this guy, draft that guy, draft this quarterback, that quarterback. Yeah, this will make everything better. Right, uh, oh yeah, this will make everything better. And one comment I remember on Instagram that really stuck out to me was it's almost like getting a different quarterback in a different system doesn't change anything. or Or it's like... Or something like people think that getting a different quarterback and sticking him in the same system will change anything. Um, First of all, um, hello, pot, meat, kettle. (laughs) Because uh, Eli Manning was in around the same system. He is facing a lot of the same problems that Jones has had, if not worse. Jones' offensive line this year is eons. Better than what Eli had in 2018. In 2016, 2017. Way better. What would you think? And uh, okay, I just like say instead of Nate Solder and Eric Flowers protecting his blind side, he had Ant- he would have had Andrew Thomas. Right. So, if anything, Daniel Jones is in a more luxurious situation than Eli Manning because you know me; I don't think wide receivers impact the overall flow of an offense that much. You get what I mean? Just yes. Well, it's just that Daniel Jones. There's so many times where he stares down one guy and just commits to that one read, and then he tries to do too much—just stuff that you never expect you had to do ever, right? Ever. Sure, Eli makes some stupid mistakes. Uh, You know,
2: that's when he's hanging under the ball, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, sure,
0: Eli made stupid mistakes from time to time. Oh,
2: I mean, what quarterback doesn't
0: know that? It was every single little mistake was just so magnified and expanded and zoomed in on by the fan base. Right. That it looked like, you know, Eli Manning, like taking a sack. The stuff that Daniel Jones does all the time—he'll take a bad sack, or he'll, or he'll fumble the ball. Eli Manning could just take the sack. The fan is looking on it, zooming on, it, enhance it, scrutinize it, and then say that, "Oh yeah, that's
1: the reason he needs to
0: go." And then they'd pull that whole stupid routine where they say, "I appreciate everything that Eli has done here, but you know he's kind of." He's kind of the worst person on earth right now. And, you know, we, it's time for a change. Thank you, man.
2: Yeah, well, that but, worked out well.
0: But, I, I mean, just, I I just, all I'm trying to say is I wish that energy was there. And it just makes my blood boil. Like, it makes it, and, and I feel like part of it is that, like, they want a Devontae Smith. They want a Jamar Chase because they grew up with Odell Beckham. They grew up with that with that guy making the flashy catches and yeah. doing the doing the touchdown dances, <laughs> doing the whip, doing <laughs> nae, doing <laughs> the Michael Jackson, right? It's like you no know, stuff like that, the flashy pregame stuff. And it kind of changed their perception of how a football team works a little right. bit, I think, because they want they think that a single receiver can fix so much. It can make a good quarterback bad when in reality it's the reverse. A a great quarterback makes a good receiver great. Not the other way around. A great receiver makes a good quarterback great. Absolutely. Receivers don't elevate the play of a quarterback as much as the play of a quarterback could elevate the play of a receiver. Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: With that being said, Giants technically still in the... In the Dude, un-
0: Oh, shut the hell up. Come on. <laughs> Dude, shut technically, I'm
2: saying technically. Mathematically, they've not been eliminated. Shut they're up. Hey, hey, they're not the Patriots. Hey, <laughs> hey. Still got two <laughs> games left. Now, I mean, this game coming up is is, pretty tough, I guess. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, the, and they got the Cowboys left, too, which, you know, they're no pushover right now, but... Technically,
0: okay. The Cowboys are winning themselves. out of a good draft pick. Every win is a loss to them at this point. Right. Every Cowboys fan I talk to wants them to lose.
2: So they may tank that last game. Then wait, who's gonna who's gonna try to tank even more this last game? What's this last game gonna be like?
0: (laughs) It's gonna be some (laughs) very bad football. Very bad football. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. It's gonna be very bad. Not. No mistakes. So many mistakes. (laughs) And don't look now, but uh, the Cleveland Browns are... They're the only game back of the AFC North League. Right, and not only that... With Pittsburgh to go in week 17. Yeah,
2: they're behind Pittsburgh, which is... I mean, talk about a collapse. (laughs) My God. The only thing right now being worse than a Giants fan is being a Steelers fan. Like, come on, man. (laughs) Come on, and they're eleven and three, and they're, with the. They're, <laughs> they're, I
0: just like to c- say Juju Smith Schuster deserved every bit of that hit?
2: Oh, every, absolutely, every Newton
0: of that hit that he got.
2: One thousand percent.
0: What an arrogant douche! Yes. Well, is it great when the, you
2: see them get their desserts the, brand, dude, when they, they get
0: the payback? Dude, I, it's great. I, hold that? up, hold up. I wanna, I wanna go to his. Uh, are you going to his, yes, oh, going okay. to his TikTok. Yes, um, I'm going to his TikTok. Juju Smith-Schuster. No, I got it. I got, you got it. it. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over to his TikTok. <laughs> Doing the
2: Stephen Smith rips Juju Smith-Schuster uh, TikToks. You should be dancing in an end zone. He's not wrong.
0: Should and <laughs> <laughs> um in a. TikTok video with the caption, they told to stop dancing on the logo and not to be yourself, so... And then he proceeds to uh, dance on our team's logo, which... Basically pulling a T.O.
2: Right, right. Well, disrespect. Hey, you're just asking for it. You're gonna pull that? You're just asking for it. Yeah. Hey, that would happen here if you came and danced on the Karen Woolley Show logo? Oh, yeah, you're getting hit. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting hit.
0: We got... That's just so tough. Boom! Bam! Oh man! Bam! I swear to God, the Steelers every year, no matter what, they always end up becoming insanely unlikable. Yeah, like how can you well, root now, for this? <laughs>
2: you can't. I, well, you gotta be from Pittsburgh. That's that's my only my only.
0: Why you know you're going down the going down the giant eagles and then going against some icy the giant eagles.
2: Some Heinz fifty seven sauce. Bam! Oh. Yeah.
0: That is a, <laughs> that is a, oh, man.
2: Bam, he got, he got hit into the, uh, felt that hit in, uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, man. In oh Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Dude,
0: his soul left his body it there. Did.
2: It did. He didn't even know where he was after that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Although um, I wish he, although I wish he pulled, uh. Like uh, a Ron Francis after getting absolutely bodied by Scott Stevens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where he tried getting up yep, and then he kind of yep, stumbled yep, around yep. and slipped and forgot where he was. Yep.
2: Legendary. Um.
0: What's the
2: so have you so the giant? Have you given up all hope? Yes. Or really? yes okay.
0: I, I'm looking at the draft pick. I'm looking at the draft now. It's right, bad for parents. them if they win the division. But let's talk about another tanking team in New York oh that uh, that butt fumbled their tank. And oh.
2: All right. I mean, I. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right. my God. I mean, Why? Yeah,
2: they are two. two opinions on this. But the uh, the the uh, New York big upset versus the 95 Rams. Huge upset! They finally, they <sighs> finally win a game. Twenty three
0: twenty. Easily one that you you see this as a win.
2: This on the scoreboard. Yes, they typically like, on the last play they could have just tanked what, this what, this what, game. This what fight. the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> and, I mean, for the, most of most of most of fandom, uh, Jets fans are distraught that.
0: They- <laughs> and there was like, and there's media personalities hyping up how the how the, the Jets, how the Jets like, oh, Jet, and the Jets finally win. It's like when, when, okay, so I there's something. That's just so funny. Okay, now any fan describing their misery is funny, but there's something that just hits so different about Jets fans joking about how much they suck. Like, I remember there was this video where where Jim Nance was saying, like, where Tony Romo's like, oh, you're a Jets fan, you gotta be happy. It's like, I'm a true Jets fan, and I'm praying they lose. And and it was on the Jets subreddit, and one of them said, in case you didn't know that Okay. Um. Like, in case you didn't know, Jim Nance is a Jets fan. You don't know this because we're not good enough to have him call our games. <laughs> right. So, there's just something so poetic about Jets fans explaining how much their team sucks. It's like, dude. I, what, like the, you, like, the, like the, you you'll they like can't you know those lose, NFL
2: they can't even lose right.
0: you know, like the NFL top tens, you know, on the NFL Network yes. where they on. Like on on one of them like where they interview all the celebrities and then they'll like the one of them will be the Jets losing a game and then and then they'll have some random comedian conference. <laughs> one of them was talking about the Dan Marino fake spike. <laughs> and then um like a comedian said, You know, you don't try that against good teams. You try that against the Jets.
2: <laughs> right. But <it> easily could have <laughs> Easily could have uh, could have tanked this game easily.
0: Those players have no idea. They have no idea.
2: <sighs> well, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't blame the players for this.
0: Uh, oh I yeah, blame you the, you, you blame, blame Sean McVay for this. We're getting outcoached by Adam Gase. <laughs> yes. That's who you over- blame for this.
2: <laughs> All right, absolutely, but... Again, you thought you had it bad. You could be a Jets fan.
0: Yes, I know I could be a Jets fan.
2: How impactful is this game? Everyone's saying they just tank their entire future. Do you agree with this? The New York Jets could be... I think you enjoy this. I think you want this to happen. So
0: The the New York Jets could be the first team in in the history of the 16-game schedule to go 1-15 and and not get the first overall pick.
2: Welcome to 2020, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to 2020. It's probably going to happen.
0: I tell you, if it's any football team, any... Any company that should get the Pfizer vaccine, or any sports team that should get okay. get the vaccine first, it should be the Jets. They've been through a lot of shit.
2: Yeah, but with their luck, it would they they all their brains are going to melt off. And then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, all the conspiracy theorists are saying yep. there's going to be microchips. Right, so like
2: the only ones that would have the microchips would go to the Jets. I I feel bad for you Jets fans out there. Just when you. Thought it couldn't get worse. It does, and it's because Jetsons started game.
0: accepting losing. Right? They start, and Jetsons. I'm not laughing at you.
2: Right? Why in week 15 do you decide you want to win?
0: No, Jets uh, Don't don't point any of this at the fans.
2: No, of course not.
0: You you shouldn't point any of this. No, at the fans.
2: I think I, I, I blame the I blame the coaching staff for this one.
1: <laughs> well, coaching staff
2: tell puts in the players, calls the plays. And uh, and you know executes the flow of the game.
0: Greg Williams had a last second gasp, but Hail Mary that worked, kept them in the tank bowl. It did, kept them in it, and now the Jacksonville Jaguars are now in the driver's seat for the first show, first overall pick.
2: Right? Oh
0: boy, that this is this is hilarious this <laughs> oh my god i
2: bet we could go play for jacksonville right now like we <laughs> you,
0: you could suit me up on there like yeah yeah that. yeah i'll 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 roll hey, I'll, over I'll little your...
2: coverage i'll uh <laughs> i'll miss catches i I'll, oh uh, yeah dude have, guard have guard. me play running back i'll throw i'll throw interceptions like what do you want me to do i'll do it <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah yeah i bet i'll yeah. do it
2: yeah yeah you want me to get killed on uh <laughs> you want me to get burned <laughs> yeah I'll, uh, uh, well not only will i let it happen it will happen because I shouldn't be out there. But like, <laughs> uh, <sighs> they, should uh, make, they should make a movie about that. The, the I guess they kind of <laughs> yeah, the tank ball. Oh yeah, it's called the tank ball.
0: There, there's going to be a thirty for thirty on this in the future. Yeah, for sure. There should be a thirty for thirty. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways,
2: what are you gonna do though, man? You're you're a player. You're taught to win, even though when you should yeah. you shouldn't be. And they celebrated mightily
0: at the yeah. end. What
2: are you gonna do? Because it goes against the whole spirit of sport of sports, right? To not win.
0: Thing is like any other year. To not try. Any other year. This is seen as an admirable.
2: Right. They tried. Show. They won. This Never give ad- up. This is right. an
0: admirable display of resolve. Yes. And toughness. Right. Resiliency. Yes. Playing against all odds, like and when you should be demoralized, when you should be <laughs> checked out completely, you go out there and win a game against a, a playoff team. This is 20- twenty. That, that that should be admirable. And what but happens? The, it's no, the it's Jets.
2: Probably the Something, worst thing.
0: There's a catch the worst to everything thing you could have done. There's a catch to everything yep. when you're the Jets.
2: This is twenty twenty in a nutshell, right here. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad, but what, what, I mean, yeah, dude. Right, what are you, what right, are you gonna right, do? I
0: feel for them because, dude. So what are you much. gonna do? Anyways, I mean, you um, go up thirteen zip. Yeah,
2: you got to be like, "Oh, let's put let's put the foot off the gas a little bit and let them catch up a little bit." But nope. Yeah, they're right. up twenty three at one point. Anyways,
0: right. Anyways, um, let's get on to uh another one of our favorite sports okay. on here. Um, let's talk about uh, hockey. hockey. They, they just back. announced that um. Coming back,
2: January thirteenth, fifty-six game season.
0: All right. Yes. We'll finally. Um. We're gonna see this young Devils team go out and play in a uh, hellish, hellish, hellish division. Hellish division. The re- this it's realignment,
2: terrible. dude. What? <laughs> let's let's look at this really quick. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. The Devils are.
2: They're in the Eastern Division. They're in, East.
0: the, they're, they're in the NHL East, if you will. Versus. Was they, they're in a division with uh, Capitals, yes. Penguins, yes. Flyers, Rangers, yes. Islanders, Sabres, and Bruins.
2: Yes, this is tough, man. This is There's- the
0: Metropolitan Division. Right. But replace it with the Bruins. Yes. Yes. Replace the Blue Jackets with the Bruins, a team that the Devils play like ass against, and, and, not, and uh, elevate it, yeah, amplify I, it, make it worse. Right.
2: So fifty six game season, they're going to play each team seven times, eight times, eight times. Eight times. That's, <laughs> I, it's tough, man.
0: I, so, dude, this this is a bad division, or it's a, it's a good division. It's tough. You have one, two, three, four, five playoff teams. Yes. So the Devils being a playoff team is out five of the five
2: out of their seven opponents are playoff teams.
0: Or at least yes. in my opinion. The the Rangers technically weren't a playoff team, but but you know, they're they're on the up and up. Right. They're on the upswing. They're but for sure. They got a... Do you st- Laugh. What
2: are your expectations for this? Is it in this realigned division?
0: Well it's gonna be a test. It's gonna be a test uh for the young guys. I feel like a, a beefed up Jack Hughes, I'm hearing. Okay. I'd I'd expect him to take a step up because he's immensely skilled. Right. I'd like him to take that extra step, um, I'd like everybody, every young guy on that team, to take an extra step. Yes, you know, just the the typical fruits of a rebuild. Yes, I'd like to see Ty Ty Smith. I definitely like to see some Ty Smith. Okay. Um, like to see some of the some of the depth. You know, uh, you know the Pavel Zaka's, the the Travis Ajax, the like, you know like those guys on the team. You know, Nick Merkley. right. Guys like that, um, Jasper Bratt. I like to see him step up. what
2: are you expecting from Zajac this year? Like, you know, the typical Travis Zajac.
0: Okay. you know, like middle of the road offensively, but good defensively. Okay. Dude, Travis Zajac is a player that you'd never see make a mistake. Like, can, can you think of I any time? You know, you're right. I can't. Like, can you think of any time in his career where where you were watching a game intently and yeah, and like the Devils gave up a goal. Where you could just look and look at the replay. It's like, oh my God! Uh, Zantac, clearly, what the hell are his you you
2: doing? No, I guess you're right. He's pretty, and that front, he's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. just.
2: Um, but this division, man.
0: Oh my God! Uh, the, the, ball, the uh, Taylor the, Hall is going to be in the division. Oh, y- yes, he God God.
2: <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is.
0: that's totally so not going to turn some gonna, poetic they're, justice They're going to see him
2: eight, eight times. Yes. Oh, my God. Eight
0: times?
2: Yes. Oh, there's no cross-division. No. Nope. No cross-division. No play. They're trying to keep everybody safe to minimize travel.
0: Oh, we're going to have to play the Bruins eight times. Yeah. Right. And the Capitals eight times. Oh, God. The Devils get killed by them every year. Yeah. Oh, and, God. And
2: Pittsburgh. And the uh, Flyers. Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. To be fair, the Devils play Pittsburgh well. Think About it, but they always play them well up until like last year. They, they oh, well, play that's, them well.
2: That's my that's the bar I'm measuring them against with the last year's play,
0: yeah. But so you r- know, the I, Rangers I, that obviously Improved Rangers team that, that's a to its ugly ad, yes. Great, the Rangers and,
2: and uh, a vast, a great, and a really good Islanders team,
0: a eternally underrated Islanders team, sure, dude. Can you think? Can you think of a team that's flown more under the radar that's as nope. good? No, 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 as the not, at all, no not at all. Like, but think about it. They're really good. So
2: with this, uh, and and then so, the the playoff format: top four make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that's not Do happening. <laughs> no, nope. really? yeah, yeah. well, unless Hughes and Heisher take some huge Herculean step, right. and they and the team learns how to play defense, <laughs> right? Then. I mean, it could happen.
2: <laughs> they become, yeah.
0: I mean, like it it could happen. the The crop could uh, could harvest okay uh, sooner rather yeah. than later. But I think they're at least one or two years away. Oh, yeah, I. Plus, I I'm, I, I'm I, really. I mean, I what you... I, I, th- I think once Holtz and Mercer get up, that is when, or like the. Like Nikito Kotyuk, um uh, uh Shakira Makuma Magabada, Magababa Baba. Yeah, Akuna Matata. Yeah, Shakira, Hakuma <laughs> Akuna Matata. Okay. Um, um, you know, guys like that. You know, Blackwood taking in our step. Sure. great news on that front. Yes. Mackenzie Blackwood was a restricted free agent yep. and the Devils recently extended him.
2: Nice. I, I, good. They,
0: they gave good him good move. Good move. They gave him a very nice extension. Oh, and the schedule just got released for the Devils and okay, January fourth it's opening night against the Bruins at the Rock. Oh great. Great, 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 great. Two games against the Bruins at the Rock. Yeah. Well, I mean what Alright, they're starting the season 0 <laughs> and two. What? Fantastic. I mean, what uh, great and then the third game is against the Rangers what? at the Garden. So right. That's three losses.
2: Yeah, so they start Thursday, January fourteenth.
0: They're going with a baseball format here.
2: Yeah, I like it where they group everything together. So
0: you play a uh, sets, if and you,
2: um, you have some back to back games too.
0: Back to backs. That that's where, that's where Corey Crawford's going to come in handy. Right. Yeah. There. Look at this
2: Sabers, January thirtieth, thirty first.
0: That was play both like both ass in Buffalo.
2: Well, not great. They're they play like ass twice in a row then. <laughs> I mean, some of these do have some gaps in them. At home.
0: Two games set at the Garden, the 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 Boston Garden.
2: Yeah, okay. I kind of like this baseball format though. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get
0: we'll get you next game. We're, we're gonna get you. We're gonna we're gonna get the split. It's like we're we're gonna be talking like it's like yeah um the Devils uh just played in the two game set against the Washington Capitals um so they, wait here's my all right the, the Devils they split the series against the Capitals
2: here's my question now uh, like let's say Saturday February 20th they play at home or let's let's take this for example uh, Monday that's not a bad that's a bad example so February Thursday February 11th they play the Flyers. Then they come back two days later and play the Flyers away again. When against the Flyers, they'll just go back and forth. But if, if they're in like Buffalo, are they coming back?
0: No, they're not coming back. Okay. Dude, well, it, it's like then. baseball. Dude, again, it's like baseball. Right. baseball. They're probably gonna be staying.
2: Right, but that that I guess that off day, not an off day, but like you got to do your morning skate in a different arena. Like, I don't know. Well, you gotta, you gotta that, that, o- they
0: probably have a system. You got
2: to You got to be cooped up in a crappy Buffalo hotel for for a day. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Will this throw them off?
0: I well, you know what? I think a lot. You know We're clear. playing a
2: pandemic. At least you're playing. Who yeah. cares if you have? Yeah, at least they're a, playing
0: in a, a, uh, a four star
2: we'll, hotel at, another night.
0: At least we will got to see Corey Crawford, Ryan Murray, and yes. Dre Johnson. <laughs> okay. In Devils jerseys. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's think for about sure. that.
2: Yeah. All right. Well.
0: Yeah, Corey Crawford, three-year extension. Yeah. Um, And from what I heard uh, from just uh, hearsay with friends, just uh, $2.8 million. Okay. Total steal, by the way. Yeah, I agree. $2.8 million annually for that kind of production? I agree, for sure. A guy who had 22 wins in front or behind that defense or that that thing that they call a defense? (laughs) Yeah. It's monumental. You have PK Subban playing on the penalty kill. (laughs) Also, that's another thing I want to see. I want to see them. I want to see a coach finally properly use PK Subban. Yeah, you have him. Use him, dude. Because you know, when Subban, personally, I still think he's the most offensively gifted defenseman on this team. The offensively, I'm, I'm waiting
2: to see it. But but he's yes. still
0: got a, he's still got a rocket of a shot.
2: Sure, sure, but he ain't like, getting any younger either.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not. He he's getting not any, getting any younger, no. but me, he's still got that shot though. Like That's, you've sure. seen it. I, it's we, like you got um PK Subban, he's not. And this is where I think the addition. Did he of Glenn, shoot
2: a lot last year? No, they didn't have him shoot a exactly. lot, which makes no sense. Exactly.
0: They had him try and be the quarterback of the power play. Right. Which doesn't work. He's the trigger man, which is why I think they right. should put him. I, I've always said, put Suban with Butcher. For the love yeah. of God, yeah, yeah, yeah. put Subban with Butcher. Makes sense to me. But, uh, don't put him with Andy Green. Don't put him <laughs> with Mirko Mueller. Don't put him with Matt Tennyson. Right. Don't put him with scrubs that don't complement his play style. And I think... That Ryan Murray is going to be a a great addition to that defense core. I think he can run a power play on his own. Right. Like you know, we can just pass around the power play quarterback. The thing about him is that he's he's the passer. He doesn't shoot. They had PK Subban, a guy whose name, his brand, is literally just his slap shot. Right. And they'll have Subban taking more slappers, hopefully. And it'll it'll produce more, I think. Cause you can still put that thing on a on a string. Yeah. My god, dude. that
2: I wanna see more of those slap shot goals from, from, from one of the circles from
0: from the point. Like dude from, from the point just wherever. Yep. Just off the draw. Yep. Off the draw, battle it back to the point. Yep. Down. You, know, you know, get it there, out to the winger, gets it back to the other defenseman, yep. puts it, throw a laser, puts it to him on the out tape.
2: Yep. Throw a laser. Yeah. Screen goalie, whatever. Yep.
0: Yeah. Get the guy in front, get a screen there. Works like magic. It works.
2: I, uh, should I download this printable schedule? <laughs> I, um, I didn't, I mean, anymore. I'm assuming, uh, there will be no fans at the Prudential Center.
0: Oh, no. Dude, you think Phil Murphy's going to let people nope. go to a game?
2: No, nope. Not unless there's really good food there and he needs to eat there, then, then we,
0: yeah, no. So, so uh, well, just be like every other governor and go while he yeah. makes everyone stay at home.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, 56, you can't complain that too much about that. So, it's, uh, it's a, re- it's a reasonable schedule.
0: Wait a second. Do I see a doubleheader on there? Wait a second. No,
2: that's uh, January's got 30, 31 days. So, oh,
0: God, I, I, that would be awesome. Let's do yeah, double headers. Let's do hockey double headers. hockey double headers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They take like a way more physically enduring sport than baseball. Right. Oh, my God. Dude, what a great well, idea. Why dude. not? Oh, oh. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Why not? Dude, oh, yeah.
2: Why not?
0: They can handle it. You're playing in a I pandemic. Mean, That's see yeah. that. Oh, what? What do you mean? It's going to be terrible. For I mean that
2: second safety. game where they're like dragging. I would like to see R- that though. R- that
0: second where game. they're
2: going like they're going on like the mites on ice, like they're going that slow, like little kids, like skating around that big arena.
0: No, like dude on, on the bench putting be awesome. putting ice on a bruise yeah, that yeah, they yeah, got yeah. from the last game. Right. Just sitting there, like, like tired, just like. Uh, uh, and, then, and it's like, it's like any smelling salts? nah no, we no, ran no, no. out. Yeah, we
2: ran out. Line change. Line change. Please. <laughs> please I beg you. <laughs>
0: please, please, coach. <laughs> They'd be like Herb Brooks and Miracle. Yeah. Just like, yeah. again.
2: <laughs> again. Oh, t- Who do that, you play for? So technically, they could play an 82 game season. They just got to play some double headers. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. they oh, baseball what a, did.
2: What a great idea. What I, I'm i down. I'm down big for Big brain. Yes. Big brain. Big brain. Big big, big idea.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, right. all right. Well, I'm assuming Park, the NHLPA right. right.
2: probably has something to say against this. But yeah. hey, man, you want that salary? You play all the games. Yeah. We didn't say what day you had to play them. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> That's a great idea. I'm all for this. <clears throat> I, I, I'm all for this. Yeah.
0: All right, now let's get to the mailbag because my mom just texted me. She's downstairs. I don't want to leave her waiting too long. Oh, let, sorry.
2: Wow, that went fast. Look, okay. let's
0: get to the mailbag. Okay. Um, what you got? Uh, we got four questions. Okay. From a, a No team. Doubt Detmers, a member of the Let the Kids Talk show. Okay. Opinions on the Yankees and Mets competing for DJ Mayhew. This is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Well,
2: we got, the, hey, new players entered the arena, uh, my no, friends, no, the no. Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, for the, I, I, oh, the let's mix. not
0: get into that right now. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm on a, okay, you're <laughs> a tight
2: schedule. You know, we'll talk about this <laughs> next week. Probably, if yeah, nothing uh, happens, yes, yeah, it yeah,
0: won't. yeah. Um, yeah, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. I said that Lemay was going to... You know who's going to win in all this? Like, DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, DJ going to win. All, I, although I don't think he's getting the $125 million. He's nuts. No, a he'll coach. get he's the 100 that. Just
2: depends on which team. He'll, he'll
0: probably get get the 100 It's just a standard... What? The are the deal. The are the deal. Yeah. That's,
2: yep, they're just playing games Google, Yeah,
0: just... They're moving... I, I, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. <laughs>
2: they're moving extremely um, large amounts like, of money around like right with,
0: now. Like with Cohen? Yes. I think that... If he'll pick up on my which I think it's more likely than not, um it would be it would be the great move to uh cement yourself in trust of the Mets fan base because sure. the Mets have the most petty fan base in all sports. And I'm a devil's fan. Mm. I'm around. Fans,
2: I, I I, don't know, man. I've been around Red Sox fans for a long
0: time. I'm talking long. about pettiness. Petty? I'm talking about pettiness, not just general uh, unpleasantness. Okay, fair enough. Well, like, dude, uh, if it's one thing that would make Mets fans absolutely fall in love with Steve Cohen even yes. more is that if he poached the Yankees MVP.
2: Yes, which he is perfectly capable of. He's got the money. He'll agree to the terms. He'll overpay.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, that's my whole opinion on the DJ May thing. Okay. It's from is from former Cameron Woolley show guest Mantic. Okay, Mantic. Who would you rather face in the playoffs? Browns, Dolphins, or Colts, assuming you're in the AFC. Um being last time I face the Browns. Because the Colts are a well-rounded football team. They are. They're a wagon. Um, the Dolphins, have you seen that defense? Yep. Two great, Devontae Parker. They got some good guys over there. Agreed. Meanwhile, the Browns, they're good. They're a sound, well-rounded team, but they have holes. They have a lot more holes than these two teams I'm mentioning here. I'm um, not trying to say the Browns I, are know, bad. I respect the Browns. No, you know I what? love that they're good. You know what? You, I love that the Browns are good. You can look but- right
2: here at this point differential. They're minus six. I think that tells. that's very telling.
0: Yeah. there's.
2: That's very telling.
0: There's flaws. Exactly. There's flaws that can be exploited by good coaching and that's, good talent.
2: I, I believe that's that's what that will tell
0: you. Anyways, um, this is from uh, Hogthra. Who do you think will get the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft? This is weird. There are so many players for this. As of right now, I'm going to scroll down a little more. As of right now, the Houston Texans hold the fourth overall pick. They have Deshaun Watson. They're not getting it. The Carolina Panthers are probably going to squeak out a win. They're too well coached. They're not getting it. The Atlanta Falcons, I could see them getting it. Yes. The Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they have too many winnable games left. San Francisco (laughs) 49ers, I don't know. They might be a the, dark, dark horse, well. The, would, the New York that, Giants have one guaranteed loss on their schedule. They have the Ravens. Sure. They're going to get their asses kicked. Right. And then they have the Cowboys. Who uh, yes. we we all know what's going to be happening right. there. The Cowboys might be in play for the division. We don't know what's going to happen wow. with the NFC. So the, we, for this 4th overall wait, pick, wait, is, so so uh, it's the races like the season, like a, if I had to put money on it, okay. I'd say the Falcons. Yeah. Because they're they're bad. They are bad, bad. And the Texans are too good. They have the strong watching. Yep. Carolina Panthers are too well coached. The Eagles, they have Jalen Hurts. They're riding that momentum. The 49ers, I think they have at least one or two more wins than them.
2: Yeah, it's the Giants couldn't be in play, my friend.
0: I mean, the, the it's, Giants.
2: The Giants. They could be in play.
0: I mean, 5-11, and 11, if that gets mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, I, I'd like it. <laughs> I'd really like it. I would uh, say that, say, like, Micah Parsons is on the board right. or, or Zach Wilson yeah, or, like, a, a Devontae Smith is not in the conversation at four. Anyway, so I'm the, this leads in my next question Kay. from Hollow, fellow Giants right, and Hollow. my good friend. What do you got, Hollow? Who do you want the G-men to take of Parsons on the board when it's time to pick? Um... I have I've thought about this. I've had conversations with many people about this. Um, um, depends on the spot because at number four, Parsons most likely is going to be there. Number five, Parsons most likely isn't there. But I, dude, number five is probably the worst spot because any need that the Giants have, it would be a reach. It's like Gregory Rousseau, good, really good pass rusher. Not worth the fifth overall pick. Devontae Smith, potentially game-breaking wide receiver. Not worth the fifth overall pick. And Jamar Chase, great wide out. He's going to be really good. Not worth the fifth overall pick. There's a, It's kind of a weird situation, but if Parsons isn't on the board, I'd probably have to go with Rousseau. It's either Rousseau or Smith. And if we're really stretching Zach Wilson we're talking about in the realm of reality alright or, or a guy like Patrick Sertan he's a really good corner yep or like uh, maybe a guy like Quiddy Pay I don't know in this mock that we're Looking at right yeah, now, it's they're, Giants they're, at ten. Taking <laughs> Caleb Farley, the quarterback. How would you feel attack. about that? I mean, I I wouldn't be pissed, at, but scroll, go to the go to the other picks on that. Go to the no, scroll down. down? There's okay. there's a there's a link that says next page picks eleven
2: through 11 20. 20. Here we go. Home. Zach Wilson um, um, to
0: Detroit. Uh, it's, it's, it's Wilson's a guy I'd rather take. Um, Jamar Chase is a guy I'd rather take. Right. I mean, there's I in, in in no scenario am I taking Trey Lance. Okay. <laughs> no Fair way enough. am I ever taking Trey Fair Lance. Enough. Devontae Smith is on the board at that point. So yeah. if I'm being honest, I'd probably take Devontae Smith. Okay. If this this mock is anything to go by, right. I'd very early I'd take Devontae Smith. Okay. It's Very early. I'd take Devonte Smith at 10. God,
2: okay.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> Yeah, happy holidays, yeah, everybody! We're running a Merry Christmas, Merry yes. Christmas to everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, if you go to, uh, if you go to the link in the description, there's a merch.
2: Yeah, buy a shirt. I, I a gotta th- send you a logo. Th- we need. I want to buy. I want a Karen Walsh
0: Okay, show shirt. Okay, I'll get you a logo. One logo that I'm thinking about is um, take just the letters. Okay, like just the letters. It, do you know how to do that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I made the logo. So, yes, I can. Yeah, like yeah, just so take just the, the letters. Show, you want the letters. Okay. Yes,
0: I just want the letters because okay. I don't have a logo shirt yet. But I do have the stay classy New Jersey t shirts. So, I just saw those dude, brand new. Dude, dude, they're great looking, aren't they? They are. Huh? Good uh, job. Graphic design major over here. Yeah. I'm not majoring in that. But, <laughs> but look at me, Mr. Graphic Designer, t shirt mogul.
2: Sports expert, uh, esports champion, graphic designer, Cameron Everybody,
0: <laughs> I, I wouldn't count the MCHL as an esport.
2: Technically, it is <laughs> the sport of the sport of sports, my friends.
0: The sport of Minecraft yes. hockey. But yeah, wear your mask, eat your Mingies. <laughs> wear your mask, eat your Mingies. more, <laughs> buy a shirt. Yes, buy a shirt. We've got we got coffee mugs. Nice. Okay, we got coffee mugs. We got um, I don't know. Hell, any suggestions you have in the comment yeah, yeah, for anybody?
2: Yeah, whatever Teespring makes. Yeah,
0: Hell. Hell, I'll, I'll make pants. Right. You can make pants. Now hey. I'm making making Cameron Woolley Show joggers. Wow. I'm make. Uh, you know am gonna have Cameron Show. joggers. I'm gonna make them cut offs. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna make them cut off friendly, so right. you can sleep in them.
2: Okay. Nice.
0: Best piece of clothing ever, by the way. Cut offs. Cut off sweatpants. The best. On. Anyways, um, yeah, from Ming Chen. Shared universe podcast studio. I'm Cameron Mully. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Be sure to watch some good movies, eat some good food. Get a very good loot haul. Very good loot haul this year. Hope you get a PS5 or something like that. <laughs> no one's getting a PS5. Yeah, I know nobody's getting a PS5, but a man can dream. And most importantly, stay classy, New Jersey.